Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the first Woman on Top podcast of 2019. Today, my guest co-host is lawyer by day, stand-up comedian by night, Kristen Seltman. Hello. <laughs> it's a good thing we had those Thank three minutes to talk me. before. Oh, I'm so glad you you were, you know, you wanted to do it. Because at first I was like, how do I know her? <laughs> and this sort of goes, this is going to sort of link to one of the topics we're going to talk about in a few minutes. But I'm always like, now, is this somebody that followed me because they hate me? Or is this somebody, <laughs> is this someone who just used to read my column or is this just some, you know, we just sort of randomly followed each other. So there was, there's always that in the back of my mind. And um, how did you, how did we start following? Do we know each other? Did you read? I'm not sure. I know that I've been following you for a while on Instagram and I always like it and it's never, it's not, it's not a hate thing, not at all. Um, I always like what you post and what have you. And, but I don't know, I don't know how it started. I don't know if I like saw it somewhere and then was like, oh, that's fun. And then followed you as well. I'm assuming that's yeah. what happened. Oh, good. Okay. Phew. Now, <laughs> do you, do you live on the Upper East Side too? Yes. I mean, um, so I'm at, I'm at like, uh, it's actually like, I guess it's called like Sutton Place. Um, because I know this because I was on Tinder and I was talking to some gentleman and he was like, oh, you're on the Upper East Side. And I was like, yes. And he said, where? And I was like, oh, 60th in York. And he was like, that's not Upper East Side. And then unmatched me. So. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Actually, I'm on York as well, but I'm in the 80s. Okay. So, and yeah. He, so, yes. he would be, he'd be good with you. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. Thank <laughs> you, though. I'm all set. <laughs> so, when we first opened, you are – now, do you work as a lawyer full-time, every day, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what, what kind? I, I know you don't want to give too much about that away. Like, how do you navigate that? How do you navigate that kind of profession with, a, like, stand-up comedy? Um, it's okay. So I'm really lucky. Um, I am lucky now because I right now I'm in-house uh, compliance counsel at a bank. Mm-hmm. So a lot of lawyers are, like working at firms and they are doing like billable hours. So they're working like twelve. 13-hour days, craziness, weekends, what have you. And I did that in the beginning um, for a little while. And But I navigated my career as such where now I'm like working bank hours, which are like super cushy. Um, I'm not saying I don't work hard and I'm not saying I don't have a lot of work. But if I'm at the office at 8 o'clock at night, it's it's a rarity. I usually am there till like 6, 6.30. I get mm-hmm. in at like 8.39. Um, so it's easy in, in that regard in terms of like hours and demand. It's that it's not crazy demanding. Um, so that I still can. And it's just, I mean, it's, I just keep the two things like really separate. I have a few work friends that I like invite to comedy shows and stuff like that, but I don't tell my, I don't mention it to my bosses that I I do it, but I'll usually be like, oh, I do it sometimes. Or, you know, I'm in a group that does it or something. And I, you know, just really separate it. Uh, Mm -hmm. now do you mention that you're a stand-up comic do you mention that in any of your your dating profiles or bios i do um and it's problematic because what ends up happening is like nine out of ten guys you'll talk to they'll seem normal and then they're like man i i'm all my friends said i should be a comic how do i get started in being tell me how to be a comic or they'll Mm -hmm. worse worse they'll send me jokes they've written worse still They'll send me a recording of them saying the jokes, um, Ugh, and they'll yeah. Crazy. And I'm like, I'm I'm not here to bring another like man into comedy. It's not. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's not my, I'm not here for that. Um, but that mm-hmm. happened. That's like nine out of ten times. That's how that goes. Do they ever ask you? Uh, you're not going to put me in your act, are you? Um, they'll say something that like they want to be, they'll be like, oh man, like this date's like going to be in your act. I just know it is because like some, like the waiter confused their drink or, you know, and they're like, oh man. And I'm like, no, this is pretty boring. Like, no, this is pretty boring. You're pretty awful. And I don't think I'm going to be talking about you. Right. I'm pretty sure I'm going to forget you. Like I'm going to make conscious effort to do that. Sorry. (laughs) This is so wacky. Not really. Yeah. When I was writing the blog, when I was writing the column, people would, Guys were always, and that was a big detractor for guys, and which I understand because they were always like, "Oh, you're either a professional dater because you write about dating, and I write, I, you know, my business does a lot with singles." Okay, 
Or they're like, you're going to write about me. And uh, there was a time when like, yeah, I wrote about every guy I went out with. And, you know, there's a reason why my column was called And That's Why You're Single. (laughs) Because (laughs) that was a big reason why, like, I was perpetually single. Oh, interesting. A lot of guys. Go ahead. Did they ever find out and, like, read what you wrote about them and contact you after? Uh, Well... Um, see, it's funny you say that because <laughs> in the beginning, you know, when this, and this was a lot, cause I started in 2005 when I started like really oversharing about my, my dating life, you know, it was right after sex in the city had ended and everyone with an internet connection wanted to be the next Carrie Bradshaw. Right. Because we were missing, we were missing. It was a big void that everybody was trying to fill. And Uh, So I just started blogging and that was back when like, we really weren't making the connection between like, oh, you know, they might Google me or they might look up my email address or there, there was none of that. But as time went on, um, yeah, it became, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I had, I have a very unique first name. All somebody had to do was Google my first name to find my blog and to find my Twitter account and to do this and to do that. So, um, yeah, some guys in the beginning, they would find what I wrote and I'll never forget this. I had written about this one guy on OkCupid and I guess he had like four kids and he didn't want to date him. (laughs) And (laughs) no, like I think the guy I dated, he, he said he had three kids, maybe four. Was that that same guy? No, no, okay. that's the, this is another guy who had a brood of children <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't want to date me because I wrote a blog and I was like, dude, you have fucking four kids, right? Like you, you have your own baggage. What are you talking about? Right. You're like, you almost have a professional sports team of children. Like- right. <laughs> and so I wrote this blog about him and I was, I didn't mention him by name, but he, he was British oh, okay. and so uh, one of the readers, and I know her in real life, she belonged to this British meetup group. So Uh-oh. she went to this, you know, <laughs> British meetup event and she meets this guy <laughs> and he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I have four kids and okay, Cupid and da, 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 da. And she goes, I think I've read about you. <laughs> and he just walked away because he knew who she, he knew that she was talking about me. So, and that's how easy it was for, you know, that word to travel. Oh, yeah. And so as time went on, I really started to, I was really, I kind of put the talking about my personal life away and really focused on the the advice aspect. And that helped my dating life, you know, exponentially. Um, But at that point, you know, now we're talking 2010, 2011, you know, at that point, there's no way you could stay anonymous. Yeah. And I would just say, hey, this is me. And I, you know, I created my own website with, you know, my writing and my business and my, you know, fitness stuff and, and say, you know, this is me so that they could see this is, this is how I want to present myself so that you can get an idea of who I am before you j- read my columns and judge me. <laughs> <laughs> and that helped a lot too. But it's, I have to be honest, like when I look at a dating profile, if I see stand-up comic in it, I automatically say nope, because I used to hang out with comics and play softball with them. And when I hear comic, and this is for men, it's not for women, because it's, I think it's different for women. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but for men, I'm like, oh, they hate themselves. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Fair. I think the women hate themselves too, some of them. I mean, I hate myself a little bit, but I think when at least in my me and my friends that I'll only speak of, like the hate that we have for ourselves, it's very internalized and we're not going to be like messing with people because of it. Whereas like with men, they're like definitely pushing mm-hmm. that out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. And it's you, you get very uncomfortable because even when they're off stage, and like, and I used to, we, I used to hang out with them in a group and it was just, it was like, a, it was a competition because we'd all go out, you know, for breakfast after the show and there'd be five of us and we, they'd be sitting around a table and it was just like, they were all trying to one up each oh other my with God, jokes. Never I'm like, oh my God, this is, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just, it made me uncomfortable and I just didn't. So when I hear that, I'm like, no, I don't really. And I, I just... 
I don't like to date people who like, I don't like to date bartenders. I don't like to date people who work late, mm-hmm. late, late at night, just because I'm not a late, late night person, that type of person. But I do wonder how, um, how, how it works for people when they put that in their profile, because I think there's like, when you read a profile, what are the things that make you go? Nope. Um, so I, oh God, <laughs> oh, so much these days. It's so much, but like, if any, like when any a guy is like, oh, I'm not looking for drama. I'm like, this guy has a family in another state. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's a big one. Or anyone who's like, even if their politics align perfectly with mine, but if they're like, if you voted for this person, don't bother. I'm just like, you know what? You just, that's too much. Like you're, why you're still, you're so angry. That's like the first thing you're leading with. Like, don't even bother if you vote. Like it's too much for me. Even if I agree with them, the fact that they have that in their Mm -hmm. profile weirds me out for some reason. Um, yeah, I also yeah. would avoid comics. And I mean, I date comics, but usually I like meet them. I wouldn't like date them if I just saw their profiles because God only knows. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like p- the people with yeah. the disclaimers. Um, I don't like the, you know, don't email me if, you know, if you're just looking for someone to buy you dinner and it's like, okay, so you've clearly been right. burned um, and now you're bitter and I don't want to go out with that person, you know, right. and and also, I, like, but I also, and I tell, sorry, go ahead. and also like, I want dinner. Like that's what dating is. You know what I mean? Like I'd like mm-hmm. a date. <laughs> well, hang on. Well, well, okay. Um, <laughs> so wait, so do you think like dinner should, like, do you go on dinner on a first date? Not a first date. I think dinner, but I like, I don't want it to be, cause so I have this theory, I have this theory cause I mean, I've dated some like horrible like psychopaths. And I have this theory that like men are like, when they say stuff like that, they're trying to like train you. So like when he's like, oh, if you just want dinner, then you're like, oh, then you're like, you, you, you this man is never going to buy you dinner. You could be dating for three months. It's mm-hmm. never going to happen. And if you ask, yeah, oh, I see like, what you're hey, saying. Like, yeah. okay. You know, no, we I always just hang out in my apartment and, and we never go out. He'll be like, oh, I told you from the very beginning, you know, so that's what, that's what makes me nervous. I don't want to have dinner on a first date. Cause like, I, I just want to have maybe drink coffee, something short. Um, but yeah. I don't want him to always be like, I'm never going to take you to dinner. And then it's like, you're married for three years and you're like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> something that uh, is always a red flag for me is when they suggest coffee for a first date but they're not sober uh and they and they do drink and they say well why don't we do like uh you know coffee in the afternoon or i'm like okay now like you're now you're you're worried that like you don't want to spend time or money on somebody like now it's which i get you know i understand if you know if you're going out on two or three dates a week with online dating and i don't know if people really do that anymore just because of what's going on going on with online dating and how awful it is. Yeah. But you know, if you were, if you're going out like two or three times a week, ma- you know, male or female, you're spending oh, a lot yeah, of money. Absolutely. And a lot of time. And a lot of time. And so like, I, I don't, I never, when I go on a first date, it's always, you know, I always offer to pay my share and they, you know, usually they never let me. And then I pay the tab and or pay the tip and that's that. But I hate going out on a date where, like you said, I feel like I'm mm. being tested you know, well, I'm going to say coffee. And if they upgrade, then they're a gold digger. No, I, I'm going to upgrade because I don't want fucking coffee on a date. I don't want to go out on a date at two o'clock right, in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to go out and have a good time and get to know somebody. And I don't want to feel like, I already feel like I'm a, a bit on an interview, but I don't want to feel like at any moment I could, I could misstep and that you're just waiting for me to fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. No, agree. You know what I mean? Like that's, you know, it's it just if you just let's just go out, let's just meet, hang out, talk. If it, you know, and and you always know. Like I always walk into a date thinking I'm gonna have one drink and then I'm gonna leave. Not in the sense of oh, this is gonna be awful, but I don't. I keep my expectations very low. And if conversation's going well and they wanna, you know, and you keep talking. Oh, do you want another round? Or oh, do you want appetizers? Yeah, I just go with the flow. But I don't like I don't expect anybody to buy me anything and I don't want to be out with a guy who thinks that that's all women do. Cuz that tells you a lot about how he sees right, women. Right, exactly. Exactly. 
And I don't want to be out with somebody who has those kind of views on women. I mean, I'm, listen, I can feed myself. Like I don't need a free meal so bad that I'm going to just hang out with any jerk to get a free meal. But I also think that like, that's part of dating. Like part of dating is like going somewhere, eating a meal together or whatever. Like I'm happy to go Dutch. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to pay for myself. But like, I don't want it to be like ruled out because then it's just like, well, what is left? And then you just get into this whole thing where you're afraid to ask for like a nice night out, even if you then become like a couple or something. Cause it's like, it was this thing that was a boundary that was set from the very beginning. And then if you ask about it and you're all this, and no matter what, it's all erased. And like, you're the ex-girlfriend who used him or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I belong to this uh, group on Facebook and it's for like women over 35 or so. And it's uh, women, they submit these questions or, you know, these posts, these um, sometimes they're crowdsourcing for information. Sometimes they're just ranting. And so a few weeks ago, a, a woman posts, um, I've been dating this guy and he never treats me. Um, like we always go half. He never like buys, he never buys me a meal. He never treats me. And everybody was replying and saying, oh, he's awful and this and that. And, and I said, you know, I kind of chime in and I go, on the first date, did he pay? She said, yes. She said, yeah, he did. I go, okay, then what's the big deal is that from that point on you two splitting everything? You know, and she left that part out about how he did pay in the beginning. Yeah, but now, right. <laughs> she left that out. <laughs> but now after like a couple of months or, you know, maybe like a month or so, now he doesn't. It's like, I don't know who built up this idea that men are supposed to pay for us like indefinitely, but it, I think it's, it sets the wrong tone. And I think it really confuses a lot of men and women when they don't, you know, when they don't see when they, when they're not being treated the way they they're told is supposed to be how they're supposed to be treated. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a lot of, it's weird because I think we're in like a really evolving time where like dating used to be like, yeah, men paid for everything and women got married to like the first guy who wasn't a total lunatic because they needed someone to provide. Like that Mm -hmm. was how our economy was built. That was how society was built. So that was how it went back then. Well, now it's different. Now women don't need a man most women don't need a man to support them. They support themselves. We go to school. We have good jobs. We have talents, whatever. Um, But because of that, there's a double-edged sword. Like on one, you're accepting less crap, right? Because you're not like, I need someone who's not going to be crazy, who can take care of me. Now it's like, okay, he also needs to be this. He also needs to be this because I don't need him. So I'm going to be a bit choosier. But then on this, but then you can also be like, but he still has to pay for everything. You have to have like a give and take a little bit, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I get a little um, I get a little twitchy when I hear people say, "Well, you know, when when the when there's no more no longer a wage gap, then I'll be happy to pay my share on a date." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, first of all, that's very white feminist of you because right, like you know, which, you want to talk wage, about a wage, which gap? wage gap you're talking about, like the white the one for like white women or the one for African American women because it's very it's very different." Or yeah, Latino true. Women, and you need to you, know, you need or, to you know kind of uh, acknowledge your privilege when you say stuff like that, right? And you know, and if you go out with a, a like a black man or a Latino man, there's a wage gap there too. They're not getting paid what white men are being paid. So, you know, what are we talking about here? And it's just it's one of those things that gets said but not right, thought yeah. through. <laughs> and I just don't. Just don't agree with it. I just feel like from the get we have to show like we uh, we're in this halfway, and uh, that seems to be something that a lot of women are very resistant to. And I don't know how much longer that's going to be a thing. How much longer that's going to go on? Yeah, I, I also think like with that question, like I think when people say stuff like that, it's like why don't you just ask him? Just be like, hey, <laughs> our first couple of dates you treated. Now, you know, it's not, I just want to like, you know, I just want to like, can I, is there a reason for that? Like, do you, you know, want us to be equal partners? That's cool. Are you like having financial difficulties? Do you need, like, is that going on? Or like, did I, did you like read my blog post about feminism and you thought I would be offended? Like, which, what happened? What, you know, because who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. Like a lot of these things, I don't understand why people, excuse me, don't just, ask, you know, I always used to say that, like, use, use your <laughs> words, 
use your words and ask this person where they're coming from. I am not like, I'm not psychic. I don't know. I can give you my idea of what's going on, but I don't know for sure. And I think a lot of times we don't ask the question because we're afraid oh, of yeah, the that's answer. Because totally we know what the right. answer is going to be. No, that's totally true. Like, I, I, I also, I think like women, like we spent, or the women I know that frustrate me, they're like great women. They're dynamic. They're smart. They're beautiful. They've got so much going on. And we spend all this time like trying to figure out like what some guy is thinking. He did this. He said, what do you think it means? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. I never met him. Ask him or move on with yeah. your life. Like it's so futile. Um, but I don't, we just, we, we do it and it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. And I guarantee you those guys aren't second guessing. Oh no. And the other, my other, like my big gripe in dating, um, that makes me so mad is when a woman will go out. Like I had a friend who went on a date with this guy. It was like a second date. And my, like, again, I dated, I've dated the like literal psychopaths. So like, I was like, you know, he was charming as could be until like six months in. And then it was like lunatic. Mm -hmm. So I feel like any guy who's not his best self for the first couple of months, it's only going to get worse. So brace yourself. So they were on like a second date and she was like, he yelled at me. He told me I was stupid, all of this stuff. And then she like, and I was like, okay, well, don't see him anymore. Like block him. He's crazy. And she was like, well, and like she felt really bad and guilty for rejecting this man for a very valid reason. He like a very valid reason. Mm-hmm. Whereas men, like I have had like men like not, you know, I've had, I had a date when I lived in Boston where I met this guy at the bar we had been talking on some dating app. Uh, we met at the bar and he was like, oh, like, I thought I'm just like, I thought that that was you when you came in. And like, when I saw you, I wanted to leave. Like, he was just not, he was like, I don't find you attractive. This isn't going to work for me. And I was like, this guy sucks, but like, okay, like, thanks for saving me the time. Um, but next time, you know, it would have been better to just be stood up than have this conversation, but fine. Um, and he felt no guilt about it. He didn't care. He was annoyed with me for like not being attractive to him that I had wasted his time. And yet here we have a woman who is like totally valid and not wanting to date a man who yelled at her and called her stupid, feeling like she's doing something wrong by rejecting him. And that makes me crazy. But, but that comes from years and years and years and years of our mothers, our sisters, our cousins, our friends saying just, you know, just give him a chance. Maybe he was nervous. Instead of, did your internal radar go off? It did right. run. That's it. You don't no, owe anybody right. an explanation. Does this make you uncomfortable? Go. Right. And unfortunately, and I think now that's starting to change, we have to give women permission to say, tell him to go fuck himself right. and leave. And it's okay. And it doesn't make you shallow and it doesn't make you weak and it doesn't make you stupid. If your gut is telling you something, that's all, yeah. that's it. That's all you need. Totally. So I, I, I think women should be encouraged to just listen to themselves more. And I, we do, we go to everybody else and we need to hear, well, what do you think? Well, what do you think? And it's like, but, but the most important opinion here, what do you think? And the, then the bigger question is, why isn't what you think enough? Right. Why don't you value yourself enough to be like, I don't need this in my life. And I've decided after two hours, right. and that's fine. And mosey on along. Right. And nobody needs to give you permission. Nobody needs to tell you. You know, we don't, we don't have enough faith in ourselves because we weren't raised to have enough faith in ourselves. You know, we weren't raised with the bravado. Like you're born a white man and you're automatically like, you're, you're gifted with confidence right. and bravado. Like that's automatically, that's, that's instilled in you from the time that you're a t- little, little boy. Whereas we're, that's not how we're raised. You know, we're, ra- oh, be nice, be polite and oh, give them a chance and this. And well, you don't want to be alone at 30 or 35. And, you know, there's so much pressure on us. It's very, very different. It is. You know? No, it definitely is. And it's, it's I think it's an uphill battle. Yeah, it's it's one that I think we're sl- like I think we're slowly making that climb. We're getting there, and I think we just need to be more vocal and 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 tell women you're enough. Your your thoughts, your opinions, your instincts are enough. You know, and I don't think we hear that uh, often yeah. enough. But that said, <laughs> let's move on okay. to the next topic. And if you if you have a pulse and an internet connection, 
then you heard all about the Caroline Calloway. Uh, I'm finger quoting here the Caroline the Caroline Calloway scam um, that she supposedly pulled with. She's this internet personality who she's I think like 27 years old and she went to college. She went to Oxford in London and she met this guy and she started instead of like writing a blog, she um, did long form posts on her Instagram. And she says that she claims she was the first one to do it. Now, I don't know, maybe she is, maybe she isn't. I don't really care either way, but um, (laughs) she got this huge following, like millions of people. And a few years ago, she was offered a half a million dollar book Mm -hmm. deal. Uh, I think she was like 21 or 20, uh, young, you know, between 20 and 25, certainly. And she was offered this half a million dollar book deal. And uh, she just like didn't write yeah. the book. <laughs> she just didn't want to write it. <laughs> Whoops. And so she, but she took the $100,000 yep. advance and just didn't write, just didn't write the book, but she has to pay back right, the advance. Right, that's breach of contract. No, <laughs> that's, what that is. that's breach of contract. <laughs> yes. Thank you, lawyer. Um, right, exactly. You know, you have to pay that back. It's, that's just sort of standard. So just from reading her stuff, it's very clear that she is like privilege with a capital P, <laughs> spoiled, um, no sense of accountability or obligation, and sort of expects everybody else to clean up after her messes. Like that is very absolutely yes. clear. And I and I so I get why people are like, oh, she's the worst. And I I feel the need to preface the rest of this conversation by saying. I am in no way trying to claim that I am above shit posting about people on the internet. I am no way above uh, hate reading people. I am in no way above, and this is important. I'm in, I'm not above developing this irrational hatred fixation on like a, a social media persona because based on like you know my own issues or you know there's this. Instagram, this girl, she was on Big Brother and she won Amazing Race and she got married and like, she gets everything. She's pregnant and they bought this house and they did this. And it's just ad after ad after ad after ad. And she's constantly talking about all this stuff she's buying. And they're selling like teeth whitener (laughs) and, you know, gummy gels and like just crap. And you just get so frustrated. You're like, what the? I went to college. (laughs) I worked 50 hours a week. Like, why aren't I being handed this stuff? So I get it. I get the the hate reading, the hate following. I get the obsessiveness of it, and I in no way I'm trying to act like I'm above it. Um, but I, I also say that it, it, to say I know my people mm. <laughs> in that I can recognize, A, because I can come at this from both sides. I'm a very privileged white girl, spoiled, in my early 20s, had no sense of, hello, is that an email? Oh, sorry. That's okay. (laughs) I was a a white girl, privileged, spoiled, no sense of accountability. You know, daddy bought me everything. I had no student loans, and I was surrounded by kids who were, you know, working in the dining hall to pay for their education, and I didn't get it. So I, I can understand where this girl is coming from. And I can also understand where this Kaylee Donaldson, the woman who wrote this like hundred deep tweet, Twitter thread, quote unquote, exposing this Callaway person. Uh, so I can understand, I can come out, I'm coming at it from both sides, but the, the, the problem this week that came out is, so Caroline decided she was going to do a tour mm-hmm. of workshops where she was going to rent a space and she was going to have these girls come in and meet her and they were going to have like a little oat milk and cookie reception. And then they were, and I'm not, I'm being sincere on that. That's exactly part of the itinerary. And then she was going to talk about, you know, how to develop your writing voice and mental, you know, how to deal with writing and with, you know, mental illness and working with your mental health and, um, you know, how to build a brand and a presence on Instagram And, but at the time, in the beginning, she promised, oh, I'm going to write handwritten letters to each one of you. And there's going to be this meal. Uh, And it didn't really, those two, those things didn't pan out. 
So as the process was going on, she's, um, she's sharing on Instagram, the Instagram stories only because she doesn't use the posts. Apparently she was the first person to do that too. <laughs> wow. Um, she, <laughs> wow. She was telling people as she's going along, like, oops, I, I think I might've bit off more than I could chew here. Um, do you think you guys could bring your own lunch? Um, but we could extend the workshop. Um, or, hey, you know, I just found this gorgeous place in New York, and um, I think maybe for, like, the Boston and Philly, I think maybe we should do this right. here. You know, what do you think about that? And if you don't like it, I'll yeah. refund you. And somehow this translated into scam. And I, the whole – and I when I first saw the Twitter thread, I'm reading it and reading it, and I started to feel really uncomfortable, like anxious and nervous because I know what it's like to have like somebody fixated on you who doesn't like you, who wishes you mm -hmm. ill will. And, uh, and that's what I was feeling. It's like, Oh, this is starting to feel really uncomfortable. And then when Kaylee started posting screenshots of Caroline's Instagram account, screenshots that were like nine months old, that's when I was like, okay, <laughs> not only has this Twitter thread been going on for a month, but this thing she has for this girl, this has been going on for months, and that's when I that's when I closed out. I was just like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable right now. And then it blew up, and I feel like everybody overlooked what to me seemed like a hater with a grudge. Yes, definitely. Um, and just because they hate on this girl, and I get why they hate on her, absolutely, 100%. But I feel like they downplayed Kaylee's very clear, um, to me, what seems like, it, it, it's a very clear, intense dislike. Yes, it, there's a lot fueling um, it. There's a lot fueling it. And they overlooked all that, and they didn't let that skew their perception because that didn't align with their narrative. Mm -hmm. Their narrative was this girl's a spoiled bitch and she's a scammer and she's a grifter. And Oh my God, it's fire festival all yes. over again. And I'm just like, Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and she said that. So I don't know times. about you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like this is fire festival. And you know, she's saying these things, scammer, con artist over and over and over. And I'm reading this thread and I read the, she writes for Pajiba and I fucking hate that website. And now I definitely hate it more. And I read the article she wrote, and she's claiming things like, well, Eventbrite's refund policy is 30 days. You have to request a refund within 30 days or you don't get a refund. And that's just blatantly incorrect. <laughs> I've worked, I've been working with Eventbrite for almost 15 years. Um, Eventbrite has nothing to do with the refund policy. Hmm. The organizer Okay, does. you pick it. And you pick it. You know, you can say, um, oh, you, oh, you know, I need a week or I need this. And since the workshops were like three, four months out, you know, you copy these pages. You don't just create new one after new one. You copy everything. Mm -hmm. You just copy them. Like you just click copy and you change the dates and locations. So I could totally see this girl saying, hmm, what's going to make sense? Well, 30 days. Well, which I happen to think is a bullshit. 30 days is ridiculous. But I also do events. Mm -hmm. So I know like, yeah, three days is better. <laughs> <laughs> Not 30. Um, but this girl clearly didn't know she, what she was doing. And, and Kaylee was just, you know, I don't know what she's going to do. So um, if some of those workshops are only two weeks away, then I guess I guess those people might not get refunds. And it's like, okay, you're extrapolating that from right. nowhere. <laughs> and that's not even fact. And you're writing this as though it is. And that's dangerous. And the second thing that Kaylee apparently missed is that when you use Eventbrite, you have two options. You can get the money from the ticket sale right away, and it can go right into your PayPal account. Um, but And then at the end of the month, you're slapped with this huge invoice. Okay. Or wh what most people do, Eventbrite takes the sales, holds them, and then pays you out about two weeks after the event ends. So it's hard to scam <laughs> when the money isn't even going to you. And I felt like, okay, but 
Did you did you like even investigate Eventbrite? Did you investigate any of this? Or is this all just based on your dislike for this girl? Yeah, I mean, did they have That's what a I didn't history understand. or something before this? Like, was there some kind of, like, something that prompted her to be, like, so, like, monitoring her at this level or? Not that I know of, not that I can tell. She said um, the threat that, the the tweet that, initially caught my eye was, you know, that influencer I occasionally check in on, well, she's scamming people out of money. And then you read the thread and you're like, occasionally check in on, bitch, what are you (laughs) talking about? Because this is, you know, you know, Instagram stories go away very quickly after 24 hours. This this girl has, you know, stories from her from weeks ago, from months ago. It's like, honey, you're, you, you were snapshotting all of this. For months. That's not, I occasionally check in on her. And again, I say this as someone who, like, I've done this. I've done this. Like, that probably makes me sound crazy. Um, But to some degree, there was an irrational motivation behind it. It was irrational. And I felt like nobody was really, nobody was willing to question anything that was being said. Because everyone just hated Carolyn. Yeah, I mean, I think that it goes beyond just hating Carolyn. Like, and I think it was in one of this other woman's tweets too. Like, she talks about like the influencer economy. I think people hate the fact mm-hmm. that people can make money off literally doing nothing, which I get because that's frustrating, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I don't even know if it's like necessarily like this girl in particular or like what she represents as a whole. Yeah, you know, I do think. I think it's a little of both. Um, I I would, if you, you know, Kaylee Donaldson went on to write this 3000 word dissertation about um, Caroline for Pajiba, the site she writes for. And she was writing it under the guise of quote unquote, you know, these influencer scams, but she focused on Caroline. And I was like, well, how about, and this is just a thought, why don't you actually do some research? before you write this, because this is just you writing about somebody you don't like. And shame on the website for letting you do it because, and then people are referring to, well, she's an investigative reporter. No, 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 no. (laughs) Ronan Farrow is an investigative reporter. And even, even Ronan Farrow has alluded to, or even said he would never take on writing an expose about Woody Allen because he just, He's too far in it. He's too far associated with it. You know, journalism is about, you know, presenting a case, just like law, um, unbiased and letting other people decide. Yes. Right? And so I just felt like this isn't someone reporting because she didn't do any research. Her research was her fucking stalking this girl on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yes. it. That, no, that's true. And- I don't know. The other thing, like, not to not to be this person, but like, I read the thing where um, what she says, like, so it's one hundred sixty five dollars, one hundred seventy six dollars and change with the processing fees, and you get coffee or tea with your choice of oat milk or oat milk. Which, by the way, like, ugh, God, I can't the, the the privilege of that statement and like just the like it's so obnoxious, right? Like oat milk or oat milk. Shut mm-hmm. up. Um, a journal. Yep. Um, which you can take notes in and then get, and then you can bring it home as a souvenir. Okay, so that's like what maybe like fifteen dollars, I guess. And then a vegan lunch, mm-hmm. which also ugh. Um, new friends. I don't know if you know this. You can make friends for free, um, and fresh orchard crowns. Like I, I kind of feel, and and then again, this talk by this girl. I kind of feel like if you're a person who's like gonna pay one hundred and sixty five dollars for for that description, like you're kind of you're yeah, an idiot. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, and, and a bridge. I've got a bridge. Is that like, oh, you know, all right. You know, like, I don't know. I kind of like, you know, we have to like, we we can't like re- regulate the market beyond like, you, you have to like go in there with a little bit of common sense. Like, and, and, and that right. really bugged me and, too. And that's what, you know, Kaylee was saying, you know, she's, well, if I prevent one person from spending $165, get the fuck out of here. You're not doing it to save the children, you altruistic bitch. Get out of here. You don't like her. And it's okay to not like her. Trust me. There are people that I don't like that I used to write about that I hated. And I was just very open about it. I fucking hate this girl. (laughs) And that's that. Right. And 
you know, she's talking about, well, what about these young girls who, you know, and they decide to fly down to see her and they get a hotel room. <laughs> They're idiots. Number one. And number two, that's their choice. Wait, I spend money. That's like when I get- dumb crap all the time. That stupid, stupid right. crap. Do I need all of these boxes? Subscri- no, no, but I like getting mail. It's my problem, whatever. But it's nobody's fault but my own at some point. Right. And you can't say on one hand, well, this white woman, this spoiled white girl needs to be responsible for her decisions and her actions. And then when we're talking about the 23, 24, 25-year-olds that bought tickets to this thing, then you say, oh, but these girls, you know, they, they're just naive and dumb. Right. Oh. Okay, so she is a grifter who should have known better, but these young 23-year-olds who you know, if a 23, 24-year-old has that kind of money, either their parents are paying for it or $165 is nothing to them. Right, exactly. If you, know, you are like, oh, you know, it'd be fun. Let's take a plan and get an. Let's take a plane and get an orchard crown in another city. Like, I'm sorry, you have money to spend. It's whatever. You're not like a poor right. innocent person right. who's being talked into a bad mortgage loan by a professional in a suit. You're one idiot doing right. something for another idiot, and you're all idiots. Sorry. And you're all, one plus one equals idiot. <laughs> you're just a group. It's going to just be a room of idiots drinking oat milk. Like you know. Right, exactly. And the, and what really gets me is I read the review. A, a young woman who attended wrote what I felt was a very balanced review on Reddit. And she's talking about these gift packages that Caroline made for everybody. And it was two journals, uh, a rock slash crystal, uh, a mason jar with seeds in them. Um, and what else? Uh, and something else. Plus there was the, you know, the salad, we'll call it. I mean, it was just a salad. It should have been more. Oh, yeah. And then finally, yeah, that salad. Woof. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's her vegan lunch. She was supposed to provide. That's her vegan lunch. Um, Oh, and there were also like cookies in the middle, cookies and milk in the middle of it. So there was that. Um, Now those gift bags must have cost like $20, $25 a person. Mm -hmm. And then the food, like that's probably another like $10 per person. Cause I don't think like, I know she said there was like 50 people there. That's probably like, uh, let's say $5 per person. Uh, then she paid for photographers. That's probably another easy, another 10, $15 per person for five hours. And to get that space. And again, see, I know this cause I've had to rent spaces. That space must've cost her minimum a thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, you rent a studio like that for five or six hours. I rented a yoga studio for a yoga class. It was $125 an hour. Right. I like, I'm telling you, I spent money on dumber crap and like, it's my fault. You're like, I am dumb. Right. Like that was my bad. Yeah. (laughs) The reason why I'm itemizing it is because I just want people to understand, you know, at the end of the day, she maybe, maybe if she profited at all. She maybe made like $25 a person. Yeah, it was a minimal profit anyway. Like that's not that's, that's not, not a fire festival s- scam. If she's trying to scam people, she's really, really bad at it. You know, because like this right. isn't – I think exactly what you said. Like she just got in overhead. Like she started – she's like, I'm going to make everybody a, a garden in a mason jar. And then someone was like, that's not a thing you can do. Like, like you know, the laws of garden. Like it's just not – it's not a thing. Oxygen, sunlight. It's just not. And she was like, Oops. Like, I think that's what it was. Like, she just didn't realize, like, she wasn't trying to do anything bad. She just didn't, she just doesn't have, because like you said, she's very, very privileged. She doesn't have, like, a a worldview of how to do things and how things can be done. So she's just floating these things on Instagram, like, I'm going to give everybody three puppies. And someone's like, you can't do that. And she's like, oh, no. (laughs) You know, I'm going to write everybody a letter. It's like, talk to me after you've written two. (laughs) <laughs> and see how you feel about it. But at the time, right. she 100% wanted to do it and she meant it. And even the woman who wrote the review said, you know, I had a good time and she seems really nice and she was nervous. And I, you know, there were a couple of things she reneged on, but overall, like, I don't, I wouldn't pay $165 again, but I wouldn't pay that for anybody. And, but I had a nice time and I felt like, the only person telling everybody this was awful and this was a scam was Kaylee Donaldson. 
I think and Haley might have been. Then it kind of snowballed. Yeah, I, she definitely said she has a personal. You think? Like, I don't know how many Instagram. I don't know how many Instagram followers I have. It's not a lot, but if if I could get them all to give me one hundred sixty five dollars, I would do it. I'd be like, guys, uh, here's my Venmo, please. Like, and I think Haley was just like, oh, this girl's getting money. Ah, why can't I get money? I'm pissed. I think it was like that. She even said it in one of the threads. She's like. I just did the calculation from this tour and she's going to make $15,000 from this tour alone. And, you know, I barely make that in a year. And so it makes me sad to realize that talent and hard work, you know, doesn't matter. Oh, so you're jealous of her. Yeah. Sorry. Which is again, okay. Listen, that's capitalism, girl. That's sorry. Yeah. And, you know, I get it. I get why you're upset, but be honest about it. And if you want to write about it, you got to, you got to come at it from a more objective place. And so I get that, you know, like Caroline is, we have seen so many iterations of Caroline Calloway, right? You know, there was, first there was Candace Bushnell and then Elizabeth Wurzel and then Julia Allison. Yes. And then Kat Marnell, <laughs> you know, Mandy Statmiller. We had all these privileged white women fucking up their lives and just oversharing and being train wrecks. And we're, We've, we've created this, you know, we've created this, um, I don't know, this niche, this, we, we're the one that make these people because all she does is sit on Instagram and write about her life. Right. She's not like hurting these people to follow her. This is something about us. Why do we follow for that? I, I, I followed her Instagram like I, after, and, and like, it's boring but it's like she's cute like she's just like oh like here's a beach i went to it made me think of this time i like okay like there's nothing she's not trying to sell Mm -hmm. people it's not like pyramid scheme central it's just like she's just like taking pictures and posting these long little life lessons which are like cute because she's 20 but whatever but like she's not doing anything she's She's 27 actually oh sorry okay sorry she seems very young she's a young 27 (laughs) but right She's not, it doesn't yeah. seem like she's trying to hustle people. She's just like putting these little things out there. Like she, you know, it didn't reek of like right. manipulation. Right. And, you know, people get upset because, well, it's like, you know, how does she live in that studio when she doesn't have a job? You know how she does it. You know her parents <laughs> pay for it. You know it. You don't need, the, like, you know it's her parents. Why do you persist in trying to get her to answer that question? Of course she's going to be embarrassed by that. Mm-hmm. You know, that she's 27 and her parents pay her way. She knows how that's going to be perceived. And look, you you resent her for it. Right. Again, don't blame you. But you already know the answer. You just want her to say it because you want to shame her. You know, like, I feel like no one's ever really, like, t- there's no self-awareness there. As far as the hate for her goes. Like everyone's just so ira- just irrationally hates this girl, and I'm like, okay, but let's go back. Let's take a step back, yeah. <laughs> and let's ask ourselves. Well, it's not her fault that a publishing house was stupid enough to give a 22 year old girl a half a million dollar p- publishing deal, just like Kat Marnell. Right. You give a drug addict half a million dollars to write a book, and then she didn't meet her deadlines. Wow, um, that's shocking. Said nobody. You know, right? <laughs> blame me, blame that. Yeah. You know, because because they're they're like sort of exploiting it. They're exploit like and if you really think these publishing houses don't know, like the, oh my god, this girl's just a privileged idiot. God, we can make so much money off her. <laughs> like they're not they're not buying into the narrative. They're not stupid. Right. No. You know, and they don't get everyone. I don't know. I feel like we're. We're going, we're going, kind of getting to that repeating yourself. I just, I wouldn't say no, I feel it's bad frust- for it's her. It's a frustrating thing. It's frustrating because I think, quite honestly, that if she didn't look the way she looked, um, I think if she wasn't, you know, pretty and thin and young, and uh, I think that plays a lot into it too. Yeah. <laughs> I heard silence and I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> if you don't agree with that, no, tell no, me if you no. don't agree, please. I kind of do. I was just, I was thinking about the whole thing. I, I do agree. I, I do agree. You can I just, I, okay. I, I want to know more about that other girl too. Like what's her story besides that? She's yeah. like very angry. Yeah. Like, Yeah. She recently just got her master's. She writes for science fiction sites. 
and that's it. <laughs> that's all I could find. And I'm like, you know, she doesn't make much money. I, I would guess maybe, I don't know this for sure, but she probably lives with her parents. I would think like, how could anybody get by on that kind of, that's, that's not a living wage. Um, and that's no slight against her. Um, that's a slight against the writing industry because it pays shit. Yeah. Um, but I imagine she's frustrated with her life. And I don't blame, like, that's okay. We need to let people feel their feelings. Like, it's okay to be jealous. It's okay to be frustrated. Right. Let those motivate you. Exactly. But you also need to realize that, like, your feelings are, are, are not caused by other people. They're caused by you. So, like, if I'm jealous of this young, cute girl who's making money doing pictures, okay. <laughs> but that's, like, I, then, I, then I don't turn that into, like, I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> like that's not that's not a healthy choice. Um, and you know, I, yeah. I, I also I also like you know I was like, man, I post funny things on on Twitter and Instagram all the time. Like, where's my where's my influencer? <laughs> you know, that's a bummer. Why don't I have a million people? Right? Like, why yeah, can't why I, I be have like, a million yes, people? I'm gonna give me. you know, I'll give you. M- oak milk and mason jars, whatever. But, you know, you don't you can't get mad at someone else for that. You're just like, all right, I'll just, you know, work yeah. it, focus on me. Focus on me. Right, exactly. And, you know, part of my problem, I focus way too much on other people. And I know, I'm like, that's part of the reason why I haven't written my book yet. Or that's part of the reason why I'm, you know, I'm not like where I want to be. Because I focus a lot of energy on shit I shouldn't because I'm jealous and because I feel insecure and I feel inadequate. And, you know, this is all like normal stuff. And I just, I feel like. Dude, absolutely. You know, nobody is given, no one feels comfortable expressing that stuff. Like, God, I wish that were me. I understand. You know, you you are deserving of Mm -hmm. that. You know, you worked hard. You got your master's. You worked hard to get where you are. I don't blame you. And yes, this girl was handed that, but the one thing that I know, and that really does take a lot of this away, like a lot of the sting away is these women never last. Their lives never turn out the way they want them to. And rarely do you ever, like, we just got an article from Julia Allison over the summer, you know, where Julia, she was like, yeah, my life uh, didn't turn out the way I thought it was going <laughs> to. Yeah. Like, who knew trying to be Carrie Bradshaw 2.0 wasn't going to work? You also, know, like, she was still very like. Sorry. Also, if you have, you, if you like rewatch, I rewatched Sex in the City recently. I don't know why. There was like some oh, marathon yeah. or something, and I watched it, and I was like, Carrie Bradshaw is a shitty friend. She's awful. Oh, she's awful. She's a, like, <laughs> I just, this is this what is I mean. One thing that, like, ugh. And you know the episode, this makes me so angry. You know the episode where sweet Charlotte, who also dumb as a box of rocks, but like sweet as can be, and she wants to she get- doesn't want to give her the money for the apartment. No, not even that. Right? No, the one where she 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 wants to get married. That's her whole arc is like, I want to get married. I want to get married. Meets Trey. She doesn't know at the time that he's got the issues, but wants to marry him. He proposes to her in Tiffany, which is like, she's reached her life's goal. She shows up to brunch and she's like, look, everybody, my I'm engaged. Here's the ring. And Carrie goes, that guy I was dating casually who already dumped me once, dumped me on a post-it note, puts the post-it on her ring and says paper covers rock. I was like, you are garbage. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're confusing two stories. <laughs> because Charlotte, at that time, you're, you're talking about, she, you're talking about Harry. Oh, it was she Harry? She got engaged to Harry. Okay, sorry. Either way, yes, either yes, way. Yes, but, Ka- but Carrie did that. <laughs> yes. Yes. She's like, paper covers rock. Yes. I like, remember that. And I was like, you're such a shitty friend. You're awful. Like, could you maybe not make something about you? For like 10 minutes. Right. And after like, this girl finally gets Burger some already dumped you. Like he literally dumped you. You got back together for a day and he dumped you again. Sorry. It sucks. Yeah, you but knew like, he was a pussy when you met him. Right? Like we all knew Burger was a fucking pussy when she met him. Yeah. <laughs> we all knew that. We're like, no, nah, he's not Aiden. And he's not big. But like the other thing, and now we're going to get into these episodes, but the Sorry. other thing that always bothered me about- no, no, no. Is when Carrie had to buy her apartment back from Aiden and she didn't have the money. God, I wonder why. And she was pissed, pissed that Charlotte didn't offer her the money. It's like, bitch, are you kidding me? She like, it's not Charlotte's job. She like bullied her. <laughs> she like, bull- she's like, well, you still wear your yeah. wedding. Bitch, sell your shoes. Yeah. 
Could you, if yeah, I had a she, friend. It's not Charlotte's fault. No. If I had a friend who bullied me to like sell something to give her money for her apartment, I'd be like, I don't think that this friendship is good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and this is what I'm saying. Like we overlook the obvious, like Carolyn Calloway, everybody knew she was a fucking train wreck. Everybody knew she had, dude, she got a half a million dollar book deal and didn't even fall through on it. Yeah. Like, you knew ahead of time she ain't very good at the whole follow-through stuff. And you still paid money. Now, she pr- did provide a service. Maybe it was it was worth it. Maybe it wasn't. But she never at any time <laughs> wasn't transparent about who she was. Right. And you bought it anyway. And you bought into it, just like Carrie. And we were snowed for years about Carrie until, like, right near the end. And we're like, she's fucking awful. Dude. It's like she also like big I, like he cheated on his wife with you and then like yep. you still married him. Like what? I mean he's be- and like the Russian guy hit you so like okay, he's better than him, but like he still sucks. Yeah. Big was I mean, awful. And like Aiden the- I, Aiden was boring. <laughs> Aiden was cool when he came back. When in the beginning he the necklaces and the hair was weird. But when he came back and he was hot. Oh yeah. I was like, yo, oh, team yeah. Aiden for two yeah. team Aiden two for life. Um Yeah, absolutely. And he is. He's a very, very good looking guy and I totally got it. But I also understood why she just she just wasn't there with him because like he was too he she was still like trying to figure herself out and he was very he was so stable he was rock steady and i think that scared her listen look at us we're analyzing yeah fictional character. That, yeah and she and he also like then didn't trust her because she like had cheated on him and she's like you have to trust me and never trusted her and he was like no never you like you cheat. and then she's like B- big still gonna be my best friend i would have been like i'm out no this is too much like no okay mm-hmm. right Hard pass. when she <laughs> like the person you cheat on me with like, has to come to our weekend house what and i can't get mad about right. it what right like you invited him here i don't want him in my house <laughs> and she's like, like oh. i remember that and they're bouncing the ball in the mud she's like i don't get it what do you mean you don't want him here you did and you're sitting there like oh my god how does this woman have two men fighting over her right and she's like he's in my life there's nothing you can do about that no like actually i can say please don't hang out with the guy you cheated on me with in my house i think that's a reasonable request like i'm not saying you can't be friends ever just like i don't have to make him lunch you know what i mean i think that's okay right um yeah and that was a that was a case of he never he never fully um forgave her right not that he should have but that, but that happens. Oh my right? god! When someone totally. fucks us over, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But the little passive aggressive stuff comes out, you know. But Carrie, I don't really feel like Carrie took responsibility. Like when she went to get him back, and she's like, look, and she throws the cigarette away. All habits, bad habits, gone. And you know, I've missed you, and I'm missing you, and pa 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 pa. And he just stops her, and he goes, "You broke my heart." Oh. And like it clicks for her. She sucks, man. It clicks for her in that moment. She sucks. But we overlooked that because the life she presented was was envious. Like Carolyn Calloway is like a fucking Hallmark movie. You know, she goes to London and she finds her British boyfriend and whatever and they fall in love and da 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 and she's going to Oxford. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen that Hallmark movie like 18 times. <laughs> yeah. But we fall for that. We fall for that narrative. We like it. It's a good escape. Yeah. And then we like it you know, even, even more though- when it crumbles and we get to watch that too. When we get to see somebody right. achieve a level of happiness that makes us a little bit envious and then it comes crashing down. We're like, ha, good. <laughs> because we're people are shit. Yeah. We're all shitty. We're all <laughs> shit. <laughs> that shad how do you pronounce it? Shad and proud? I mean, we all have it. Sh- you know, shad and proud, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. The- Shad and Freud. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, but it's true. Like we we love these people until they until their lives fall apart, and, and then we're like, yes, they're not perfect. Thank God, they're a mess too. Right. <laughs> and that sometimes it takes a really ugly turn. Like, fucking good. I hope they're miserable. <laughs> right. And you're like, and like oh, sometimes okay, they well. desert. Sometimes they desert. Like, to, like I'll be honest. Like I check my worst ex-boyfriend my worst ex-boyfriend i check his facebook to make and i'm just like did he die yet come on let's see because i want i want disaster to befall him like but he earns he deserves it carolyn over here i i mean i don't think she deserves it that much i think she's young and just leave her alone 
let her let her figure her shit out. Yeah, and I think the only people she's the only person she's heard is herself. It's like, honey, the longer you stay in this bubble and the longer you don't mature, the worse life's going to be for you. You know, you're going to be living in that apartment, not being able to work and not being able to do, because you have no sense of how the real world works. And frankly, shame on your parents. Right. And I'll just say that. Shame on your parents for not teaching you. Like, I might have been privileged, but like my father, I, w- I was working since I was 14 years old. We might have been privileged, but my father's like, get your ass out and get a job because I'm not paying. You want to go out with your friends when you're in college? Great. I'll pay for your tuition. Anything else you pay for. And I had two jobs in college. But it's like he still instilled that work ethic in me. Mm-hmm. And she did not. She was not given that. And I feel that I feel bad for. It's like, wow, did your parents fail you? Yeah. I, I remember like I wanted, a car, I wanted to drive the car. My mom was like, well, you can't drive the car unless you can pay for gas yourself. So you better go and start getting a, do- a job and then you can, you know, take your, get your permit test. But that was the rule. Like you have to be able, if you want the car, you've got to pay for the gas and whatever you use on the car yourself. So I got a job. I got a summer job when I was 16 and then worked after school so that I could like live a little life. Yeah. And she's no, never had to do that. And she, she, she like, she will never have to do that. Probably. She's probably going to be taken care of for the rest of her life. And People look at that and they're like, oh my God, I don't get it. And this goes back to my original point from a little bit ago is, you know, um, all this stuff that's happening to them, um, without any, without self-awareness, it's absolutely useless. Right. And it won't last. And that's what you have to remind yourself of. Like there's a, a writer, yeah. I don't want to get too into it. <laughs> she did something really, really horrible with her dog. What'd she do with her dog? And, uh. She euthanized her dog and rehomed the other one after she met a guy who didn't like dogs. Nope, kill the so, guy. Kill the guy. Right? So, uh, and I'm looking at my dog as I'm saying this. And, uh, you know, she had a book come out recently, last year, this year. And um, do you know how badly <laughs> I wanted to go, bah, 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 and she did this and she did that. Don't fucking pay for that. And I, And what kept me from doing that is this is like, this is it for her. Like, this is it for her. She finally got her book out. Good for you. But that's going to be it. And, you know, she's not going to be doing anything more than this. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to have to live with the idea that you fucking euthanized and rehomed a dog. Like, I can understand rehoming a dog if, like, you're allergic or whatever, right? Like, that. I've had that happen to people. I I volunteer at, like, a dog rescue. And I've had that happen where they're like, we didn't realize it, but, like, my kid's allergic. So we can't – this isn't going to work out. So we need to, and like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like kick your kid out? Okay, fine. I get it. But if it's a boyfriend, kick him out. Yeah. And the, she had only been dating the guy a few months at the point, at that point. Ugh, I, I can't. I, just, I, I can't. All right. I was, I started fostering my dog. And then like two weeks later, I was like, I can't give her back. I want her. And I adopted her. No, like I have. A- <laughs> and I'm just like. I have a rescue Baxter. He's a literally a money pit. Like there, I, like I've had him for a couple of years. Like, oh, he has a heart murmur. He needs like an EKG. He needs this. It's, it's a freaking nightmare. But there's nothing I can do at this point because he's a member of the family. So I have to just like suck it right. up. Like I would never. I mean, he's a pain. He's a literally a pain in the ass. Like he, I love him, but I, I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I never met you. You know what I mean? But now he's here. What are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. So the point is. Um, I think you have to remind yourself when you're in those moments of that, that, that anger and that jealousy and whatever, like remind yourself that more than likely this person's life in two, three years, it's it's not going to be great. But right now use that channel it and go write something or go write a business plan or sign up for a class. Use it to motivate you. Yes. And it's okay to feel, it's okay to feel that anger. It's okay. As long as you don't, act on it oh i totally agree you know because so (laughs) that's my lesson for today that's my one to grow on is that it's okay to feel that way it's okay to feel bad about yourself or wish that you were somebody else or wish that your hard work would be acknowledged that's normal and and you shouldn't be ashamed of it and let it fuel you so no i mean this is like this is the kind of thing that happens in comedy a lot where like you'll see yeah. someone and a lot of times like people that you'll see someone like have a good set and they're an asshole or something, you know, or you'll see someone like doing really well and you're like, oh, but I hate them or, you know, it, it, like whatever. 
And like, it's easy to go down the rabbit hole of like resentment and like, life isn't fair. This person's a, a jerk or, or, you know, they did this to me or they said that to me and now, you know, whatever. It's really easy to fall down that like negative rabbit hole. But all you do is hurt yourself because you're just carrying around this like negativity about something that like, you can't change anything or something that you can do about it, whatever. And so it, like, you have to really shift your mind and like not care about what happens to other people. You have to like care about yourself and like motivate yourself and be like, man, this guy's a creep and he got this. I'm not a creep. I'm going to work hard and let's see what I can get or whatever. Right. And also remind yourself that like in the cases of Caroline Calloway, um, she is being rewarded uh, by companies and brands that, um, that uh, personally I think are exploiting her. It's like how I felt about when Kat Marnell got a book deal. It's like, come on. You know, you know what she's going to do with that money. Right. And you're hoping she writes about it. Right. <laughs> like, you know what you're fucking doing. Right. You're setting it up. So, and, and you're setting it up. So just understand that when these people get all these opportunities, a lot of times they're being their um, issues, their, their addictions uh, are being exploited. Mm-hmm. True. And I think people don't, don't realize that. Well... What we thought was going to be a 30-minute conversation no, sorry. ended up being, <laughs> no, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that we, I really wanted to talk about that Sex in the City thing, but I wasn't sure if you'd want to. Oh, my God. I was just sitting here thinking, Carrie's the fucking worst. Oh, God. I um, think- this was fantastic. Go ahead. I was saying, no, I could talk about what her. I could talk shit about Carrie Bradshaw for days. So I, thank you for letting me. Thank right? you for letting me. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for doing this. And, you know, we're going to have to set up another time for you to do this because I have a feeling everyone's really going to take to you. And, uh, if you care, what is your, um, what is your Instagram profile? Oh, so my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it's all, um, at Kristen Selt. And how do you spell Kristen? K-R-I-S-T-I-N-S-E-L-T. Yeah, because when I first started, first sent you the email, I kept getting it wrong. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? And I was spelling your first name wrong. I wasn't getting Kristen right, <laughs> which is odd since my name is Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> so follow Kristen, follow the show. Um, you go to womenontoppodcast.com. Follow us on SoundCloud. Leave a review if you want. Rate the show. Follow us on Twitter, Women on Top Pod. Follow us on Instagram, Women on Top Podcast. And Stay tuned because we'll have another show coming up in a few days. Thanks so much.